Justin Nelson here again with the Real Icon Podcast, and we have another episode, as you guys can see if you're watching on video. Both of us are in our virtual offices. I'm still in Denver, Colorado, not my hometown of Nashville, so I just wanted to say thank you guys for still listening on here, and welcome, Mark, to the show, man. I appreciate you jumping on with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, tell us where you're at, man. It looks nice and sunshiny, not rainy like it is here. No, it's actually raining right here. I'm, I'm sitting on a highway um, in Danville, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, coming from a project I'm doing over here, and that's uh, so why I have a t-shirt and a hat on, but um, I pull off into a parking lot and, and jump on this call with you. I love so, it, man. I, I, I just want to say I love the dedication of other EXP agents willing to share and uh, interrupt the middle of their day, so we really appreciate that, man. So, I love it. It's one of my favorite parts is about this company. I love it. Well, let's just dive in, man. I mean, people are here listening. They know you're an icon agent. They know you're in the top 2% of eXp. So we don't really need to get down to the nitty gritty. We know you sell a lot of homes. Like tell me a little bit about your real estate career, kind of the highlights and kind of, you know, where you got started and kind of what brought you to eXp. All right. Um, yeah, I, I was actually, I've only been a, a real estate agent for four years. Awesome. I, awesome. I have a business background. I owned a, a couple of fitness centers in Pennsylvania and, um, I read, uh, a book about taxes in 2012. I forget what it was even called, but I, I started to get interested in real estate investment. So I bought a couple of properties. I really liked it. And I, I decided that maybe it was time to move on from my career in the fitness industry. And I, I got my license, totally intending it to be um, just a tool to go buy my own properties, but I loved it. So I, I, um, I found out about eXp, um, 2019, about a year and a half ago, I started researching it. I was going to buy into a franchise model, uh, just because of my, my business background. I, I don't like working for somebody else. Um, and so I stumbled upon eXp by accident, loved what I saw. I, I did a deep dive into it for about six months before I pulled the trigger. And, uh, here I am. I love that. So within your first year, you obviously hit the icon status, which is pretty rare for people to do coming over. So talk to me a little bit about you had been in a previous real estate company before you think about buying a franchise, like what ultimately about the model originally, even if it's not your favorite thing about the model now, what was the original thing? You're like, you know what? I need to be at eXp because of that. There wasn't a single one thing. I've been asked that question a few times and there really wasn't one thing. It was a combination of everything that the rev share and the equity thing, that was pretty cool. Um, but, but really again, I, I'm not a good employee. Yeah. You know? I, I'm not a good employee. And, um, I did actually, I was a part owner in my previous brokerage. So okay. I, I fast tracked, I hired, a, I, I came into the industry. Um, I was working for a broker, decided right away that wasn't for me. So I hired a broker, opened up an office, realized really quickly that there's really no profitability in that. Yeah. And so, uh, I liked the ability to create my own team and my own brand within the eXp umbrella, minus yeah. the expenses, the liability, and the headaches of having a bunch of agents. I love that. I love that. Has there been any like big surprises for you since you came to eXp? Like maybe something they didn't talk a lot about or you didn't deep dive and you're like, wow, that was actually kind of cool. Um, you know, the, the collaboration is, is really cool. It's, it's different. Um, I've, like I said, I've been in a traditional brokerage. You didn't have this type of collaboration across the country. Mm -hmm. um, from agents that have nothing to gain by helping me out. Uh, so my network has expanded. It's, it's challenged me to get uncomfortable, mm -hmm. uh, which I really like. And I've, I've 
taken a few more uh, leaps since I've come over to expand my investment business too. It, it's just the confidence to do that. I love that. Now has EXP and sometimes this answer may not be one way or the other. Has EXP helped or, you know, has it hindered any of your investment side of your business or how has EXP played into that world for you? It's helped hands down uh, for one, I'm making more money. Yeah. And you know, when you're making more money, you can go buy things more freely. You can take more chances, um, calculated risk, yeah. but it's definitely helped in, in that aspect, but also in, in the education department, mm -hmm. I, I've just learned so much more because of the collaboration and, and being able to call an agent anywhere in the country to see what their markets are. Um, I, you know, you said you're from Nashville. I, I jumped into the Airbnb market and I have three apartments in Nashville. I just signed my fourth lease today. That's, that's something awesome. I probably wouldn't have done without having support from agents all over the country. That, that That's awesome, man. It's a hard, it's a hot market out there in Nashville. Yeah. Part of the yeah. reason I'm there as well. So part of the same reason. So, so yeah, so, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, um, like for example, for people listening here, they might be wanting to learn more about your icon journey and some things like that. When it comes to investing, if you wanted to buy, like let's say you went and got your Nashville license, you bought and sold some homes. How does the cap structure work for you in the investing world? Do you have to have two caps, one cap? How would that work with your decision-making at eXp? The cap structure hasn't really changed at all. It's actually, it's beneficial for me because, I, uh, so my anniversary year is July 1st. Okay. So I'll cap. I'll cap here this week, actually. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the, you have the transaction fees after that before you can become icon. So it's, it's beneficial for me to go buy three or four properties and, and use that toward my icon status. Gotcha. No, that, that totally makes sense. So talk to me. So I, I asked this question on every podcast. It's a really redundant question because people may have only be watching your episode. Can you tell me kind of in a nutshell what icon means and kind of what financial benefits and other benefits it's provided for you for someone listening? That's like, Hey, Mark, what is the icon? We don't even know what that is. Yeah. So I, I can't, I don't know what I am and, and what I'm not allowed to say about the financial reward, but, um, the, the timing of my icon, I believe this, the stock that we're awarded $12,000 in, in stock yep. was trading at 16 or $17 a share. Um, and then the last time I looked at it was yesterday, I believe it was at $45 maybe. Yep. Right around so there. You do, yeah. You can do the math on that. And, and that's pretty cool uh, reward. They also sent a trophy like every other brokerage. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So to get that icon award, like how many homes did you roughly have to sell to qualify for the icon award out in your area. Cause it's obviously different for everybody slightly. Yeah. Our, the average home sale in my area is somewhere between 140 and 160. Okay. Um, so you do have to do quite a few transactions. I believe I hit icon right around my 47th or 48th transaction. Perfect. No, that makes sense. So basically if you guys are in Mark's same market or some, a similar price point, about 45 homes EXP then paid you in different forms and fashions. Some were for attending conferences and then the other 12,000 was for just giving you free stock for, you right. know, a thank you for hitting that metric. Now what that stock does, it can go up, it can go down. In your case, it went drastically up by about three times so yeah. far. That, that, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. So tell me like if, if someone here is listening and they're, you know, a big agent in your area, really any agent in the, across the country selling 25, 30 plus homes a year, like why would you tell them that they need to consider EXP? Because you obviously did some studying. I'm sure you didn't just look at EXP when you were thinking about buying the franchises and things. So you have the knowledge there. What would you tell them that, you know, how to, how to go about looking at new companies, should I say? I mean, it, it really depends on the, the individual and what their goals are and what their experience is. To a new agent, I would say, hey, look, we have 
incredible training. We have the collaboration. We have sponsors. We have brokers. We have a, a full-time support staff of 500, 600 employees. I'm not even sure what that number is right now. But if you need help on literally anything that has to do with real estate, you can find the answer within the EXP platform. Yeah. Uh, so for a new agent, the training and support is absolutely there. For an experienced agent, just a standalone single agent, um, I, I don't know what other brokerages are paying across the country, but I know we're pretty high up there as far yeah. as commission splits. So just off your commission split and the, the opportunity to make money on the, the stock alone, uh, the savings in healthcare is a big one. I say $400 per month using uh, or buying healthcare through EXP. Wow. Um, so to an experienced standalone agent, individual agent, you're going to make more money. If you just go out and hustle, you use the tools that are provided to EXP agents, you're going to make more money. Um, and then to the business-minded realtor, the, the, the possibilities are endless. You can be a, you can form a, a, a team or you can just refer out leads. As, as long as you leverage your CRM and, and you're pulling leads in on a daily basis, you can do pretty well referring leads out. I love that. I love that. So what, what were some of your limiting beliefs um, or did you have any before you came over to EXP um, that kind of held you up? Like, why did it take you six months to come over? Cause it took me two years. So I asked that question always. Yeah. Out of curiosity. Um, I think there's a little hesitation. I'm, I'm in a more rural area. So a little bit of hesitation to see could, could a cloud-based office really work in my market? Yeah. Um, that was a big part of it. And just, I wanted to fully understand what I was getting into before I made the leap. I, I wanted this to be my last move. Yeah. Uh, being in the, the industry for four years, I've already moved twice. I don't want to move again. Yeah. And this seems like a good home for me. I, would, I just wanted to make sure that I was making the right decisions. No, that, that totally makes sense. I love that, man. So what's kind of on your horizons as a top producer in the EXP realm? What is, what's kind of your focus over the next you know few weeks, months, years, kind of within the EXP system? Uh, I'm kind of putting a little bit more focus on agent attraction and trying to bring agents in. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd call it an expansion team anywhere, but I am trying to build referral networks across Pennsylvania first and then into the tri-state area and across the country. I, I just believe my marketing systems and my, my follow-up, I believe strongly in what we're doing and I know it can duplicate the process. So. I love that. Well, let's dive into that because people listening here that are attracted to maybe where you are in your market, they're close to you or really any part of the country. If, if, if they're feeling your energy and they're like, man, how do I align with Mark? Cause we got a lot of people listening to this that aren't even at EXP yet. Like, right. are you, are you willing to take them into your network to help them and mentor them in those different areas? Absolutely, man. I love working with newer agents too. Um, again, I, I also, I'm a big believer in outsourcing or delegating. Yeah. I'm not a social media expert. I'm not a marketing expert. Um, I'm pretty good at system development though. Mm -hmm. So I find the people that are experts in those areas. I network with them. I bring them in and we push it out and, and it's a very easy system to duplicate. I love that. I love that. So being able to, you can duplicate those systems. If someone were to call you today from Alaska and go, Hey, Mark, I want to join your organization. I want to tap into stuff you've already figured out and you're not going to take any money from them. Right. From what I understand, Absolutely. you don't have any splits. You don't have any of that. You're purely just helping them because they're in your network. Um, I give them an option. I'll help them get set up. I'll show them exactly how I do it. I'll give them all of my tools, um, bring them into the company. I'll, I'll mentor them, whatever they need in that regard. And then if they have an ad budget that they can go out and start generating leads on their own, then, then I don't take anything from them. 
if they need assistance with that, like if they want me to get them started in their market, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll allocate some funds to their market. I'll drive leads to their business for two or three months. We'll close four or five deals and I'll just take a referral fee off of that. That's, that's awesome. So you're, you're basically taking a risk on them to a degree to perform. Um, yeah, but you know, it makes me, I'm vested in their success then, you know, yep. I, I want them to do well because it's, well, first of all, it's nice to help people do well, but it, it's also going to help me and my family and, and my goals too. Absolutely. I love that, man. So you kind of talk about your family there, like as a high producer, someone that could probably work a hundred hours a week and grind to the stone if you had to, like, what do you do to kind of reset, kind of keep level and keep uh, energized for you and your family and kind of as a top producer? Well, I drink a lot of coffee during the <laughs> week and I, I wind down with some um, beer on the weekend, but no, I, I, I make sure every single day I try to take at least three hours to myself. It, it doesn't happen every day and it's never a set time. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I usually wake up around five 30. I go down, I get in my routine. Uh, I try to eat the frog early, get yeah. at least one big task done. Um, and then I try to take an hour to work out. I take an hour to walk my dog, then walk my kids to school. And then tonight I have soccer practice, which I coach from, for one of my kids. Love that. I love that. Yeah. I try to get that. And that, that three hours is somewhere in between that 6am to 6 or 7pm. I love that. I love that. So, so kind of as we wrap up here, um, one of the questions I always ask people is, is when, especially in someone like yours in a smaller market, um, have you seen any challenges as far as like admin staff, because you guys probably don't have as many EXP agents in your area. Have you run into any trouble in like delays getting paid or anything like that? Or what has your experience been at EXP in that realm of things when you probably jumped into a market that didn't have a ton of EXP agents? So I was the first EXP agent in my market um, and I did have some holdups initially uh, just getting our board approved. Uh, yeah. So that took a little bit longer getting KV core and the CRM set up. That took about a month. Okay. Whereas the agents we're bringing on now takes about 24 hours. Awesome. Uh, so that that's, that's a huge difference I've seen right away. But as far as getting paid, no, I've never seen a delay there. In fact, I, I think two or three times now I've been paid at the closing table. I've had wire, uh, oh. disbursements distributed while I'm at the closing table. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, because for a lot of people listening, especially in rural areas, like yours, a lot of times the brokerages are very old school where it's like, you got to cash a check. You got to take it back to the brokerage. They have to process it. Then you yeah. got to back a few days later to get the check. So um, yeah, I love that. So do you have any um, goals of building a team? Are you going to stay the way you are? Or kind of what are your goals even outside of that? Or are you just going to keep on cruising the way you are? Yeah, I, I kind of like the setup I have right now. I have I have an inside sales agent. Um, I have a transaction coordinator. My transaction coordinator is a great photographer, so I, I use her for that. Um, and the, the market I immediately serve, there's about, I think we have 45 agents, EXP agents in this market, covers about five counties. And uh, I, I'm using my marketing systems. I'm referring out the majority of my leads and just taking a 25% commission off of those. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah, well, so, and I, like I said, there's no liability. There's, there's very little overhead. There's no management. So I've been in management, man. I've had employees that I love, yeah. <laughs> I love but it's also a hassle. Yeah. You know? So I, I really like my setup right now and it, it provides the freedom for me to go out and maybe flip a home this month or, or find an investment property or just door knock. I, I still do that stuff. 
I love that. I mean, it really sounds like eXp allowed you to come in, build the structure the way you wanted it. And a lot of that sounds like you built it to have more time with your family things. So you're not in the car showing five counties away when you could be right. Some agents do that, but it sounds like you just built a system to still make money, but not have to live that lifestyle. That's the goal. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit of ways uh, from attaining that, but I'm on the right path for sure. I love that. Well, Mark, as we kind of wrap up here, I just want to say I really appreciate you jumping on and I'm going to have all of your contact information down below. Um, can you kind of give us for those that are a little bit unfamiliar with the Pennsylvania area, like what are the big time towns that people can hear of and go, oh, Mark's the guy we need to send referrals to if that comes up? Um, in my market, I don't know if we have a big time town. Um, Lewisburg, Danville, Bloomsburg, Berwick, Wilkesbury. Cool. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect. If you're here in Pennsylvania, call it to Mark because if he can't help you, I almost guarantee someone in his network uh, can Absolutely. in your area. So, well, Mark, I really appreciate you being on here today. As always, sharing. I know you're in the middle of a job today, so I appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with us. And uh, man, we appreciate it. I appreciate your time, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. As always, guys, signing off from the Icon Podcast. Until next time, have a great rest of your week.